We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. A pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some JMU football now with senior linebacker Mateo Jackson as he joins me on the show now. Hi, Mateo. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. You know, how has this season been so far? Obviously, you guys are playing well, 4-0 and, and flying high. Has this been has this been fun so far? Um, yeah, I would say so. i say it's been pretty fun. Um, winning has been kind of within our program for the past few years. So um, just being able to step into a new conference and take it each week at a time and keep the ball rolling. Has it been special for you to to make this this jump up to the FBS? Obviously, you've been here since 2018 and got to play right away and then have been through a lot of trials and tribulations but have had success at the FCS level. But now making the jump up, has this been a special special transition for you? Um, yeah, I, I mentioned the other day um, how – when I was getting recruited to come here, um, in my mind, I was thinking how on my way out that this would kind of happen. So to see it kind of come, you know what I'm saying, full circle and unravel how I thought it would is just kind of crazy, and I'm just excited to be a part of it, honestly. There's, there was probably talk ever since day one that, hey, uh, there's a chance that, that we could make this jump, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> was that always in the back <laughs> of your mind thinking that, you know, hey, we, we could do this. This would be pretty fun. Yeah, and then especially coming in early and then just being, like, brought into the culture. And I, you could definitely see it that at any given moment. Like, um, I mean, we're having success we are now, but any given uh, – any one of those given teams from the past few years would have, I, f- I felt like, done this just as good in the um, Sun Belt. Abs- so. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. Did you have any doubt that you guys could, could transition and do what you've done? Uh, I obviously – what you guys did at the FCS level was, was phenomenal and has been that, that way for a long time. But did you have any any concerns moving up? Um, I don't think we did as a team. I mean, we're, we know what we're about, and we just came in ready to grind. Um, we got a lot of people back from the um, that didn't get to participate in the spring, like myself and a lot of other older guys too. So just getting everybody back in jail and during camp was the biggest thing, and then once we got the ball rolling and playing some real football against another opponent, like that's that's all it took for us. We're talking to Mateo Jackson, senior linebacker from Richmond, as he and the Deuce get set for Arkansas State coming up this week. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, talk about what you guys have done defensively so far. You lead the country in a lot of categories, lead the Sun Belt in about every category so far. Um, what, what's been the biggest key for you guys defensively so far? Um, I, I, Up front, we've been winning up front a lot. Um Big kudos to those guys. They handle a lot of the the, the dirty work for us and to be able to clean them up. And then um, Coach Haynes does a great job, like, mixing up looks and giving a lot of different personnel packages and coverages just to mix it up and make it hard to game plan against. You know, tell me about your relationship with Coach Haynes. You brought him up, so so let's talk about that. Obviously, he's your, your position coach, now, now the defensive coordinator. I'm guessing you guys have been through a lot together, and you're pretty tight, aren't you? Yeah, I would say so. Um, he he actually recruited me at um, when Coach Sinetti first got to Elon. So we had a pretty decent relationship there. And then when he got hired to get the job here as a linebacker's coach, it was pretty seamless. And then, um, yeah, just to see him grow into the position he's in now, really both of us kind of grow together. But the position he's in now, and he's such a detail-oriented guy in a, in a, in a really good way that it, it helps us in, in many different ways. So... I'm happy for him, and I'm happy to see his success. Did you have any doubt that that he would be successful as the DC? 
No. no <laughs> is it much different than what he's doing from what you were doing before? I know obviously he was here before and, and he didn't have to reinvent the wheel, obviously, but obviously he's going to put his spin on it. Is it, a, is it much different for you guys? Um, no, I wouldn't say it's much different. Um, it's kind of like you said, uh, it's really similar to what we had with Coach Heatherman. Um, like you said, it's just got his spin on it. And um, we, we're now like doing able to, being able to mix, mix up coverages a lot more and just play to our personnel. And it's easy to do that when you have a, a defense line winning up front like that. So I was going to say, those guys up front, I was talking with Jalen and, and TJ about this too, that with uh, with Cart playing the way he's playing and Jamari now starting to kind of see the potential that, that he's he, he, he can do and, and what he's doing and dominating up front, that makes your job so much easier, doesn't it, when those guys can dominate up front and let you, you guys can find your fits and figure that out? Oh, yeah. Um, because when they're playing at the level they, that they are now, um, they're, they're bringing a lot of attention to themselves, uh, bringing more double teams and things like that. So it's making it easier for for any linebacker whoever's in the game. We're trying to senior linebacker Mateo Jackson, the young man from Richmond. He and the Deuce get set for Arkansas State coming up this week. I do want to go back a couple weeks ago. Take me back to, to App State on the sideline, down 28-3. to um, You as one of the seniors and one of the leaders on this team, did, did you have to rally the guys? How was it on the sideline, down 25 in that game? Um, It was really just just staying at it. Like I know some of the other guys, like Toddy was, talking about like beating at the rock and eventually it'll break um that was kind of what we had to do we kind of had to just settle down we, we were given a few uh short fields but uh, we were giving them a few short fields which was kind of putting the defense in a bad position but at the end of the day defense has got to come together and, and and bow up and only give up three out of those situations and not seven but we weren't able to do that early and then we just settled down we started to get stops towards um the end of the first half and that just that carried over into the second half and we were able to shut them out so you guys were dominant after halftime, or even late in that first first half, as you talked about. But and even talking to some of the guys and the coaching staff, it was just like we didn't do much different. We just we were more physical, playing around, just executed better. Is is that kind of what happened? Yeah, for sure. Um, Coach Signetti, I remember him talking about it, just kind of reminding us just to just to go out there and play ball. Um, like he believes in us and our our ability as a defense just to go out there because. He sees it every day from a different perspective. We're actually within it. So mm-hmm. him seeing, coming over and just letting us know, like, just go out there and play ball. Like, this is nothing new. You know what I'm saying? Just you're down you're down 25, but you keep getting us stops and getting us the ball back, and we'll take care of the rest. And that's what we did. It worked out on all three phases. And we're trying to senior linebacker Mateo Jackson. And then coming back the next week, last week with Texas State, and even this week with Arkansas State, again, you come off a high like that. Was it was it easy to turn the page? Was it harder to turn the page? How is it as a player? Obviously, the coaches are always they're on to the next game. But as a player, obviously, there, there's a ton of emotion with you guys in, in winning that football game. Was it hard to turn the page and get ready for, for Texas State? It didn't seem like it was. Um, no, I don't think it is. Um, we've, got, we've got some older guys. A, a pretty good amount of older guys who are able to like, I don't know, we've been in this program for a long time. So, and we've had big wins and, and, and losses. You, either, either way, you got to just shake it off and keep pushing because you can't let the success or failures from the past week overflow into the, the new work, new work week. You know, when I was at the Sunbelt Media Days, I, I talked to a lot of coaches about you guys making this transition and they're just like, no, that they're used to winning. They understand how to win. For for a program, for a different program than you guys, had they done that against App State, then maybe there is a hangover. But do you do you feel like just because the culture, what you guys are used to, you expect to do things like that, that that doesn't doesn't 
you know, again, there's going to be a letdown once in a while, but maybe not as, as big as what some programs might. I mean, yeah, we're expecting to go week in and week out. We just we know what work we put in and, and how much work we put into uh, the detailed things to help us win because, like I said, we've, we've, we've been winning for a while, so it takes those small things that will help with the bigger picture. So, like I said, we have a pretty uh, really good staff. It helps us get prepared every week, whether it be strength and conditioning or, or defensive or offensive staff. So it all goes hand-in-hand for sure. And we're talking with Mateo Jackson, Richard, senior linebacker from Richmond on the Dukes as they get set for Arkansas State this week. And how about playing on the road? Is that fun playing on the road like you will this weekend? Uh, yeah, it's always fun. I mean, me, me with it being my last year, uh, just kind of taking in everything. Uh, you never take for granted a, a plane trip and playing on NFL Network. So <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> it's it's definitely going to be something exciting. But once again, it's just another game. We just got to go out there and play our game on Saturday night and hopefully come away with a W. You know, as much success as you guys had at the FCS level, again, it it does still get overlooked just because it is the FCS level, and, and we know how good it is. A lot of people across the country do, but there's a lot that don't. But because of what you guys have done, there's so much national attention on you guys. Has that been fun to kind of have that national attention here during during the last couple of weeks? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the national attention has been there with us being in the uh, the FCS title game mm-hmm. with, over the past couple of years. So there's been definitely some – some uh, national exposure, but to have it more on a consistent basis, for sure, it's just glad to see the uh, program moving forward, honestly. Like I said, I, I kind of envisioned this coming in as a freshman, like this could happen, could maybe happen a year after I'm gone, but I knew it was going to happen sometime soon around this time, so I guess I to see it happening. It's just, I'm happy for the program. And it does seem like you guys take a lot of pride in this, being a historic year and making it as much as you can. If you can go to a bowl game or not, doesn't matter. You guys want to make this a pretty historic year. You guys, do you guys talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, kind of before the season, um, we kind of made a statement. Just I remember Coach Haynes specifically saying something like, it's a historic year for us. And it's not really one of those that we're, I mean, yeah, we're transitioning into a new, um, a new and better conference. Um, division and whatnot, but like I said, we come in week in and week out. We put in our work, and we know what we bring to the table. We just got to do that consistently, and everything will fall into place. We're talking to Jamie linebacker Mateo Jackson. Is uh, he's a redshirt senior from Richmond? Talk about being the old head in the room now. Is again, you, you've been through a lot of trials and tribulations. You came in and played right away, but uh, then went to, through some injuries and things like that. Um, you're kind of a mentor right now to a lot of those younger guys. Is that a role that you like? Um, yeah, I'm actually, I've actually had to grow into it, kind of. Um, I mean, I, I prepare myself like I'm a starter every week, whether I uh, I, I see myself getting in or not. It's, I, you got to kind of have to see that anyway, whether you, you know what I'm saying, can uh, picture it or not. But you got to prepare yourself week in and week out. So I think that's one of the things that I'm able to bring to the table for some of the younger guys, just the, the day in and day out stuff, grind, you got to do complete take care of your body, just studying notes and, and studying film and stuff like that just so you can be prepared on Saturdays. Have you matured a lot over your time at JMU and kind of matured into that role and you understand it much better now? Yeah, 100%. I mean, when I came in uh, as a freshman, I mean, I played I played a lot early. And then it wasn't until my sophomore year where I kind of like, it kind of humbled me where I didn't play as much. Um, and it, it, it just makes you kind of like, you got to find ways to impact the game. So whether that be special teams, whether that be the sideline, pointing stuff out, you just got to be a great teammate. And, and your number will be called sometimes, and, and when it does, you just got to be ready to show up. 
Take me back to that when you got to play early on and made some big plays and got to got to play quite a bit, and then not being able to play and, and having injuries or just not being able to play. So many guys, if they don't get that instant satisfaction or get to play a lot, they're in the portal. It's a, just a different world of college football right now. Talk about trying to stick that out and, and just – uh, trying to see this thing through and not not bailing on, on this team, this program is that something you take a lot of pride in? Um, yeah, for sure. Because, like as you mentioned, like most people, when they don't get the instant satisfaction of um, of playing right away or getting what they want, getting what they desire, they they try to go to a situation where they can fulfill that. But I mean, I don't know. I try to not be in like a microwave kind of setting, kind of like person and, and instant gratification right. be more uh, progress oriented rather than and process oriented. Um, I feel like that helps and it's definitely and that's something I've definitely grown with over the it's, it's turning into man, I'm sure, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to retro senior linebacker Mateo Jackson. Was it hard though going through some of that? Uh, 100%. Um, like I said, it's like I, I played early and then it wasn't until my sophomore year where I, I kind of like didn't play as much, and that was kind of like the first time in honestly my football career where you, I wasn't a guy, I wasn't like the guy. Right. So it was a learning experience. Um, it was definitely hard at first because it's like I played my whole life, and then to to ha- try to have to find a new way to impact the game was definitely a struggle. But I, I definitely take pride in, in, in sticking it out because that's where I've learned is and grown as, as much as I have as a person. Well, and it so. probably makes everything so rewarding now, all the success that you guys are having, you individually and, and you guys as a team. That, that's got to make everything even probably more worthwhile. No doubt, no doubt. We're talking with Mateo Jackson, senior linebacker for the Dukes. And how about mentoring uh, TJ and, and Jalen, seeing those guys grow up before your very eyes? Again, uh, Jalen's still just in his second year. He's a true sophomore. TJ w- was showing flashes and then had to deal with an injury, and he's coming back. But how about how about mentoring those guys? Has that been fun? Oh, yeah, it's definitely been fun. Um, those are two high-energy athletic guys who can fly around. And the more reps that I've seen them get, the more comfortable they get and the fast, even faster they play. Um, like you said, TJ had to – he was playing some of his best ball um, – before that COVID fall season and he got a knee injury and to see him bounce back and, and, and playing the way he is, it's, it's, it's exciting. And the, the same goes for Jalen. Like I, I mentioned before, um, he, he's from Richmond as well. So to see somebody from back home shining, that's, that's always a plus. All you Richmond guys kind of stick together, don't you? Yeah, we're talking with, with Mateo Jackson. And again, it, it's not just those two. You see a true freshman like Trent Hendrick come in and, and Aiden coming in and, and got Julio. I mean, all those guys, um, you're kind of the you're kind of the, the father figure, all those guys a little bit, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. In, in, a, in a sense, um, I try to I mean, I'm, I'm still like a, a brother to all of them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It just I just happen to grow into the the, the bigger brother role. And I'm just I'm just excited to be a part of this team and excited to see where we can go. Are you a little bit more vocal? Bigger. Are you more vocal right now than than you have been in the past? Um, yeah, that's something that like uh, Coach Owens tried to like bring up to me over mm-hmm. the summer. Um, because this is this kind of like my first year in this position, uh, having like being an older guy. So naturally, some people rather like will even just look up to what I'm doing, whether I'm being vocal or not. So. 
remember him mentioning that over the summer, and I've just just been some I've been trying to work on and and practice my everyday disciplines too, so I can I can have the ability to do that too. So yeah, for sure. We're talking with Teo Jackson. He has uh, nine tackles, two tackles for loss so far. He had five in the App State win a couple of weeks ago and had a tackle for loss in each of those first two games. All right, tell me a little bit about Arkansas State. What do you see on film from the Red Wolves? Um, they're a very athletic offense. they got some transfers that came in, um, and they've, they've impacted them uh, pretty drastically. Uh, they got two really good backs, some speedy receivers, very athletic receiver-type tight ends. And a quarterback who, if you give him time, he's going to pick you apart. So we just got to keep keep doing what we're doing, study this film up, and, and keep rolling with our game plan to, to get some pressure on him and roll from there. You know, we talked about what you guys are doing at Coach Haynes is the D.C., but, man, you guys – he he loves to bring pressure. I, I talk to him every week, and he you can almost see him light up. And uh, we're not going to back down. We're gonna, we're going to continue to pressure. Is it fun to play in this this defense with with all the the pressure you guys are bringing and and making teams uncomfortable? Oh no doubt. Uh, just being able to play fast and and they do a great job coaching us up throughout the week, so we can we can be out there Saturday flying around. Mm-hmm. But just just playing in this defense is fun because it's aggressive and and making. Being aggressive turns into a lot of plays. So. Yeah, it does. Uh, no question about that. We're talking with Mateo Jackson, senior linebacker for the Dukes. that gets set for Arkansas State this week. All right, take me back. Did you grow up in Richmond? Um, for the most of my most of my life, I did. I I was born on like a naval base in in, uh, in Oceanside, okay, near San Diego. And then I was only there for a little while, and then I was in Indi- Indiana for about four years, something like that, and then five years and then I'm, I moved to Richmond from there. Do you remember the, the times back in San Diego and Indiana? Not San Diego. When I left there, I was probably like six months. Okay. But uh, I do I do uh, remember the times in Indiana a lot. Um, I still have family out there. My, my dad's side of the family's out there. and I go visit when I hit the time. You know, when when did football become something that you knew that maybe, yeah, this is this is something I'm pretty good at. I could do this. Did, did, you, did you fall in love with football right away? Uh yeah, I was I would definitely say I fell in love with football right away. It wasn't my first sport, um, for like contact reasons. My mom didn't really want me to play, right. but uh, she was kind of scared at first. But I used to always be in the backyard with my brother, who who did play at the time. He was like four years older than me, so him roughing me up at a at a young age just kind of got me like geared up for it. So when I finally <laughs> did get the chance to play, uh, I knew it was something I was I was gonna fall in love with. Do you have a good relationship with your brother and your sisters? Yeah, I definitely do. I stay close to them and try to reach out to them every time I get. And they get to come watch you play sometimes. Yeah, they they're definitely at most of the games. Um, if they're not if they're not there, they're definitely tuned in and watching. And yeah. I usually have a few texts waiting on me as soon as I get back <laughs> to my phone. <laughs> I'm sure you do, no doubt about that. Talk about your your brother Edwin and your relationship. Again, um, I, I'm sure he kind of took you under his wing and, and kind of showed the the ropes, didn't he? Yeah, for sure. Um, he he went through Hermitage High School where he was playing too. So mm-hmm. um, he didn't finish playing football. He he played for all of his life up until like his junior year. And then he kind of went uh, more of the track route because that's what he was interested in. But him uh, starting in the program, I kind of got, they kind of got me familiar pretty early. Um, and just playing, got me started playing football pretty early. So we've been, we've been really tight. I mean, he's only four years apart. So mm-hmm. we've been really tight since then. And I stay in contact with him all the time. 
Are you you were talking about it? It wasn't your first sport. What was your first sport? Uh, basketball. Was I played it? basketball before I did football. <laughs> so are are you one of the better ones on the team at basketball? I would like to say so. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely shooting. Not 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 so much the athleticism like I used to have, but definitely I still got a little shot on. <laughs> All right, you got the old man game now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking with Mateo Jackson, senior linebacker from uh, from Richmond. And how about your time at Hermitage? You guys obviously you won a lot of football games there. Um, that's a, it's a great program, and I'm guessing that was fun to be a part of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was a historic program. I was able to be a part of the the end of Coach Kane's uh, Hermitage run, mm-hmm. and um, I just it was a great time. Honestly, being able to grow there and be put in front of so many different opportunities and, and, and be able to make plays out there. and it, it, was, it's, it was fun to be a part of, and I'm happy to see them bouncing back now to the program that they are now. Talk about when you were recruited, and you mentioned Coach Haynes recruited you when, when those guys were at Elon. Um, was was Coach Houston still here when, when you, you when you decided to come to JMU? Yeah, he was here my first my first okay. year. Talk about your, talk about your decision to, to come to JMU. I'm sorry. Talk about your decision to come to to JMU. How come? Um, I had I had my decision pretty much narrowed down to here or or um, Cincy, and it just kind of was whoever made me feel you know, the most wanted, and um, it being closer to home. Um, I mean, kind of either way. Like if I had ended up at Cincy, that's only like two hours away from my dad's side, mm-hmm. and then. Harrisonburg is only two hours away from Richmond, so I really just wanted to have someone um, have a support system close by, or that way they can always come see me play and stuff like that. And then at that point, um, just Jim, you had been a part of like my recruitment since before my first offer, and they made it very clear that they wanted me to be here, and they they had to wait for the situation to be right. But as soon as it was, they pulled the trigger. So um, that was kind of pretty much it. They just showed more love, and that was that. Was that, is that something you're pretty big on, loyalty? Obviously, we talked about you sticking it out here and showing that loyalty, but but with them being loyal, be one of the first teams to kind of jump in on you and, and wanting you, did, did that did that resonate to you that, that this is a place that I, that I want to be? Yeah, and then just like them being the first team and, and then throughout the whole process, I think they were like one of my, I don't know, like 13th or like 14th offers, but they, they uh, stayed like consistent with the contact and making sure like, I was okay checking in on me and this and that. And it just showed me that they really cared. They actually wanted me to be here. And it wasn't just an offer being thrown out. So right. it's easy to commit, honestly. When Coach Houston decided to leave to go to ECU, um, was, that a, was that a hard transition? You mentioned it, it was pretty seamless because of Co- Coach Haynes. But when, when the uh, before you knew which coaching staff was coming in, what, was it a little – was there <laughs> thought that maybe I might have to go somewhere else or do something else? Um. I mean, yeah, that, there's a lot that goes into mind um, at that time. I mean, kind of, there's a lot of uncertainty out there, so you kind of don't know what the situation is and what the new staff might bring in. Or I was definitely going to try it out regardless of the situation mm-hmm. and then make my decision based on that. But um, just, I don't know, just being a part of the, the – I chose Jamie, I chose Jamie for a reason when I was 18, and um, I just knew that it would come full circle somehow by sticking it out and staying true to who I am. So. Yeah, and it certainly has. No, no question about that. All right, when, uh, when football's all over for you, um, what do you want to do with, with, with the rest of your life? Um, I have a, I'll have a degree in sports recreation management, and I'll probably have that in my back pocket for 
um, for a little while because my dad, he's also in um, like real estate and property management, and he's got his own uh, family company. So it's just like I have a good opportunity to go in there mm. and and work up through there. So perfect. Is that I'll probably is end it, up working towards that? It's gonna say, is that the plan right now? Yeah, as of now, that's what I'm looking leaning towards. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Well, Mateo, man, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. It's been a, it's been quite a run for you so far, but there's still a lot of work to be done this year. But I appreciate your time, man. Good luck the rest of this way. Uh, thanks, sir. It was a great uh, having me on here.